Welcome, welcome, welcome back to In the Dark, everyone. I had taken a good long, I don't know how many months hiatus here from podcasting. I just had some, you know, personal stuff, family stuff, business stuff, a lot of stuff going on. And I just, I just needed a break and just to kind of focus on some things. So, but I'm back. I've had quite a few requests, you know, a lot of questions asked when I was coming back and (laughs) this and that. And I thought it was pretty cool that, you know, I was about ready to, to do some more, um, episodes here. I'm going to start off. I had a couple other podcasts done, not done, but they're in the process of being edited that I had done before. I had an interview with Robin, but I wanted to come back with her, uh, to start. Um, I just always have such a great time with Robin and I don't know for anybody that's coming onto the show for the first time, if you don't know who Robin Haynes McRae is, she is a woman that lives around Bigfoot, dogmen, you know, cat people, uh, UFO sightings. She's been abducted by ETs since she's been a small girl. So this has become a very normal thing for her. It's, it's a very normal part of her life. And when she talks about it, it's just like, you know, a normal occurrence for her. So a lot of times when you hear, you hear her talking, it seems kind of strange because you're like, okay, she's acting like this is just an average day. And, and to her it is, you know, when you have people like the people that live on Skinwalker Ranch and, you know, all these people out there, even myself, I've had a lifetime of living with uh, the paranormal especially uh, ghosts, spirits, demons, that type of stuff, Uh, dreams, you know, premonitions, you know, dreams that come true, hearing uh, whatever it is that talks to me, that tells me things, and it happens. There's just, it just becomes a normal part of your life. So that's how Robin is. She just, you know, she spent an entire life among cryptids. And, And I do truly believe that there's a chance she might have been one of the people that uh, her mother was impregnated from an ET. So ju- just some of the details that I know about Robin, it, it just, that's what seems to be the case to me. But I mean, I could be wrong, but it's just a, a gut feeling I have. Um, so I did something with this, this episode. I, um, a lot of times when I'm listening to podcasters, you'll hear them make comments about how they get interrupted, you know, how when they're doing podcasts that they feel that the government is, you know, scrambling their, their, uh, feed or they're, you know, causing interference, they're dropping calls, they're, things just get garbled, they'll, you know, they'll, you know, record a whole session only to find it's just completely a mess. I mean, we go through a lot with this stuff and, and you can't even imagine some of the stuff we go through, but, I was in the process of editing this and, and, um, some of the stuff that was going on, I found myself cracking up. I was laughing and really enjoying some of it because it's almost, it's become the norm for most of us podcasters that deal with anything that's governmental or, you know, has to do with cryptids or aliens or demons or anything that has to do with Satan's world. And so as I was, you know, listening to it and laughing, I, I messaged Robin and I said, you know, I really feel that I need to not edit this podcast. And I mean, I had to edit it a little bit, obviously. Um, when we would get cut off, it would be 
several, like, minutes that would go by until I would get back on with her and go through all that stuff. So when you hear it, you'll hear it, you know, just, it'll just kind of end in a weird place. And then you'll just hear us saying, hey, you know, we got cut off again, kind of joking around. But I just, I, I found myself enjoying it a little bit, thinking it was kind of comical. And I messaged Robin and I said, you know, I think I'm going to add this to the podcast and let them hear just a portion of what we go through here, like the echoing voices, the dropped calls, the garbled voices, like in some of it, you just can't edit out. There's just no way. I mean, unless you've got, you know, such advanced editing software and I'm not, I'm still trying to figure out what software you actually need for that. So, um, I, I, it was either forfeit the whole or part of the podcast and, and just not have it on, or it was, you know, letting you guys hear some of what we go through. And I thought I was going to do that today because I, like I said, I've oftentimes just listened to a podcaster say, you know, things have gotten messed up or, you know, calls got dropped or things happened a lot of interference with their podcasts, and I've always wondered what what it was. I've been like, you know, I wonder what was going on with them. I wonder what it sounded like. I wonder, you know, why they couldn't, you know, put that episode up or that part up or, you know, they had to redo it. So I'm going to give you a glimpse into what we go through, and I hope you don't mind this because it's just part of this, and this is part of the whole, you know spiel of what I want to share with you guys. This, this is not about having perfect sound. It's not about, you know, always being accurate or, you know, worrying about sounding like you're a conspiracy theorist or any of that. This has been my journey and my walk with finding the truth and what I've gone through in order to do that. So why not share it all with you? And that's pretty much how I felt. So that's what I'm going to do today. Um, The end part of the episode, you're going to hear a lot of echoing with Robin's voice, and I did want to cut that out, but I decided to keep it. I was going to cut it out and then just, you know, tell you what was said, but I I figured what the heck. You know, I did cut some of it out, some of this, just the minor chit-chat about, you know, we both had um, our ovens both broke at the same time for the holidays, and we both got a big kick out of that and she did have um the government visited her and she couldn't really get into that anyway she couldn't talk about it but she could only really say that much and said she would talk you know about some of it with me privately but we really haven't gotten into that but she just um she's had some a lot of stuff happen to her so this is just it's become the norm you know for our lives and it's sad that all the stuff that's going on with the abductions and missing people and all the stuff that's going on it's just it's becoming the norm for everybody it's it's really we don't live in the same world that we used to live in and it's it's really sad and um there's some things i want to get into later on down the line here with you about um some predictions about some stuff and um, you know, the, the, uh, the rapture and some of the near death experiences I've been, you know, listening to and just so much going on. There's just so much information I have in my head. And sometimes I don't even know where to begin. There's just, just, (laughs) it's just like, wow, there's just too much going on. So, um, I'm glad to be back. I'm, I hope you guys enjoy this and, you know, I just, um, 
it's just hard to believe this is happening to everybody that you know people are disappearing you know in all types of circumstances every age every walk of life every race you know every gender i mean it's just i mean people are disappearing right off their own property so and david polites has a new movie out um make sure you catch that if you can try to follow him it's real important that you get involved with listening to his work i i you know whether you like him don't like him it's it's still worth a a listen you know just to kind of stay informed and in the loop of what's going on around the world with people that are not showing back up or disappearing so here we go you guys hey babe hi how are you super excited to talk to you Oh my God, I've missed you so much. You have no idea. I know, I do too. I feel like a kid in a candy store right now. <laughs> I know. I am telling you what though, I am really, this is going to sound stupid and I, I know it is, but I'm really shook up over this movie. I can't believe this. So let me let me tell everybody what's going on real quick. So my friend Ash Hamilton is somebody I talk to quite a bit. In fact, he's a real jokester. He's so funny. I always message him and he messaged me back such, you know, we, we're just smart butts together, you know? And um, so he made this movie called, is it Holes in the Sky? That's it, right? Yeah. Is it a yeah, true had, story? Yeah, I had him on, I have had him on the podcast and he, if you look under Ash Hamilton, he's there. Um, So this movie is winning like, I mean, when I talked to him, this was like last, I mean, it was like months ago. He said it was like eight awards and now it's up to like one of the top award things that, you know, I don't know where, what the level is it's gotten to, but he actually invited me to a red carpet event with him in Chicago. I think it was in Chicago. Um, about It was in, supposed to be in the end of November or no, I'm sorry. Let me fix it. It's end of October or September, I think it was. And I couldn't go because of my work schedule and everything. I couldn't make it, but he's, he is just an amazing person. So Robin, you just rented the movie last night. I never even knew the movie existed. See, this is the thing with me. I, you know, and you know this, I help a lot mm -hmm. of people. That's mm -hmm. what I do. If mm -hmm. I'm not helping people, I'm helping, helping the cryptids. And I am going all the time. Like I, I really, I am. And it's, it's just, you know, my life is chaotic. It always is, as is yours. And so I miss all this stuff. I don't watch a lot of the documentaries. Mm -hmm. I don't because, you know, everybody has their own opinion. Like if it's somebody I know, obviously I'm going to. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, like I have the documentary out. I wasn't going to watch that. Right. <laughs> I have, I'm in, in another one. And then the one that's on just me, I wasn't going to even watch that. And a friend of mine got hold of me and said, yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're going to watch it. So I did. But I don't. I just don't have time. And I'm the same boat. Yeah. The same boat. And it's, it's not that I don't care or I don't want to or that I don't want others' opinions because I 100% do. Um, you know me. I believe that mm -hmm. th this is all this huge puzzle and we all have got to come together to learn. And right. so today, my son-in-law was here um, and him and my daughter are staying with us. At which we are loving having them here. Mm -hmm. And he said to my husband, he said, hey, you know, you need to watch this movie. It's called Holes in the Sky, the Sean Miller wow. story. Wow. And Pat said, well, I've never heard of it. And he said, oh, it's incredible. And he yeah. said, um, you're going to love it. He said, you and mom will really like it. So Pat immediately rented it, I think, on Amazon. And I woke up this morning because I couldn't sleep last night. We've had a lot of activity here, ET, cryptos, all crazy stuff. 
-hmm. And so I was awake all night last night and he told me when I got up, you know, Ryan suggested we get this movie and I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. So we had a bunch of stuff to do and I said, let's watch the movie first. And I, of course, you know, when I watch a movie, I have to watch it three or four times because between kids, animals, phone, whatever, I can never just sit through a whole movie. And so I started watching it and I'm like, there were triggers in this movie for me Mm -hmm. um, of things of my abductions, of things I've learned, of things I've witnessed or experienced. And Pat said, is you know, first of all, is this true? And I said, it says it's a true story. And I kept saying, I know this man's name. Like, I've, where have I heard this name from? Not mm-hmm. remembering that it was from you. Because you and I yeah. had talked about him prior. In fact, if you remember a year ago, you wanted me to meet him. Yeah, you, I did. You know, yeah. And we just got busy and never thought any more about it. You know, and I said, God, that name sounds so familiar. And I said, you know, this is so crazy because I'm having flashbacks. And and we had talked about this on a previous one of your shows. I had been attacked in 2015 and I almost died. It was an intensive care. They pulled out this look like black tire stuff out of my lungs. Yeah. They sent it to several labs. None of the labs knew what it was. They had no idea what it was. And unreal. Yeah. And so I'm watching this movie and on this movie, Sean's brother sees this thing out in a field. He moves towards it. You can see where he goes through an electric magnetic field type thing. And then it vanishes, which is very common because they all can cloak. And they also use like a robotic um, type thing. And sometimes not even robotic. It just looks a hologram type thing when they come down like that as well. And so he turned around and he came back towards everybody and he got violently sick and he started vomiting. What he vomited looked identical to what I got out of my lungs. That's insane. that shook me to my core. Yeah. Because I had had several threats from Dracos that they were after me, but I didn't have any proof that this, epi- that this situation that had happened to me was Dracos. I assumed it was because I knew that, you know, there had been threats made, but I had no idea. And what Pat saw, because some- Pat had overheard them talking that they were going to do this and it didn't resemble a Draco. But again, I assumed that it was because of previous threats. And I, I looked at Pat and I said, I've got to find a way to talk to this guy. Like, I need to know if they tested that DNA. I mean, did mm-hmm. they test it? On, what happened with it? And I was like all freaked out. And here we're just thinking we're just going to watch this movie. You know, I mean, it wasn't a big deal. And I'm like getting all worked up about it. And he's like, are you all right? And I'm like, I'm fine, except I'm getting triggered. And yeah. different things on and off through the movie, I'd be perfectly fine. And then all of a sudden my heart would start racing. And I couldn't catch my breath. And I'm like, okay, this is now getting really bizarre. And I said, you know, I'm assuming that it's true. Like, you know, you Google search it and it says it's a true story. But I also have met Travis Walton. And I know that Travis Walton's movie that is out, while it is true that this all did happen 110%, um, once production got into it, you know. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Isn't that quite amazing? Yeah, I know. As soon as we start, and I was talking about a lot of the end up stuff on that, and then of course that's what it did. So you you were saying that as you said something about Travis Walton, and then as soon as production got into it, you know it must have. Yeah, the, from what I understand, because I've met Travis and super super nice person, and what he had told me was yes, it is a true story. 
he was not overly happy that, you know, some of the things, not that they were, you know, that they lied in the movie because they didn't. I mean, this actually happened to him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they they rearrange things, you know, so it looks better for the public or whatever. And so I, you know, I didn't know whether or not, you know, as far as this story, if it's legitimate, is it not? I mean, I, mm-hmm. and I'm not, that's not a slam against Ash at all. I just didn't know. But what I did know was as it progressed and I watched it mm-hmm. where it wasn't my situation, that's not what my experiences were. There were parts in there that triggered mine. Right. Right. And I was getting a lot of physical responses from it as well as emotional. That's weird. And like, yeah, it really is. And so, memory. yeah. So that's why I was like, I've got to reach out. And, and I did send him a message on Facebook, which you'll probably never look at. And I apologize profusely. I'm like, I am so sorry to bother you because I know you're getting lambasted with stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought he's just going to think I'm another one of thousands of nutcases. I mean, really? No, I don't know. Ash is pretty. I mean, I don't know how he is. I just know how, you know, my relationship with them. I mean, he contacted me initially. So it was, you know, we've just, well, you know, we have developed a, a friendship, you know, through yeah. all of it. Well, at least with you, because you know me mm-hmm. and you know, I'm credible. Oh, yeah. You know, that way, at least he will he can say, okay. And I don't want anything from him. I don't. I just want to know, like, you know, does he know anything that can be useful in this process? And I don't think that he can. And then after I watched it and found out that Sean got taken and Brett got taken, I see I missed the end of it. Did you? I, I just I finally just saw it. I was devastated. Wow. You know, we the the treaties that were signed with our government, I mean, even before Eisenhower's treaty, stated we were always returned. Mm-hmm. And they well, of course they broke all the agreements. They, well, they they broke yeah, they broke all the treaties. I don't even know why they I'm not even sure why they had assign anything if they were, you know, it was supposed was- to be an exchange for technology. And I'm sure my, my, a lot of other things. Like I certainly am not an expert on it. I mean, I, I know what I know, but there's a lot more that I don't know. And, you know, they didn't want to be disclosed. And that was one of them was that they were never to disclose that they exist. But the thing is, they broke the treaty. So why even sign them to begin with? Oh, geez. Yeah. Sorry about my phone, guys. My phone buzzes and I cannot turn the blasted thing off. I don't know what it is. I just can't do it. Um, it just <laughs> so, does yeah. it. Bear with me, guys. I know it's a pain, but you're gonna have to take. You're just gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> I have to. So I don't know. And like I said, you know, there were bits and pieces in it, like the the situation where it showed his dad, and then he kept thinking he saw his dad again, and that makes a hundred percent sense to me because I've experienced that so many times. It drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing of it was, is I'm sure he did believe it was his dad. It wasn't. I will mm-hmm. tell you that it's more of a hologram, um, some type of robotic engineered, bioengineered thing, but they look just like them. They will look like them. They will have mannerisms similar to it. The thing is they can't, they are horrible at duplicating voices. I and know. I've, I've dealt with these things before. Like my grandmother, she was one of the closest people to me in my life. Mm-hmm. And when she passed, I wanted to go with her. I'm not going to lie. And they've used her countless times. You mean her voice? 
No, her entire body. Like Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, like I would, you know, to see her or whatever. But yeah. they can't the the vocals, I couldn't figure out why every time that I would see her, she really wasn't speaking. Or if she did, it was very short, very quick. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't really see her mouth at the time and it didn't, you know, it wasn't a lengthy thing at all. It was very weird. Um, kind of high pitch. It didn't. Was it like a boat that you saw like in the house or the forest or where um, was it? I, well, when it first started, it was in dream state, which we all know is as real as when you're awake. Yeah. And then I've had it happen, you know, um, in the house once or twice too. So, you know, I mean, this stuff is real. It's just really sad. And then, like I said, when I saw the end of it and actually saw that he lost Brett and Sean both, I, it was just to me, it just made uh -huh. me cry. It really did. And that's why, you know, I was like, I, I have to know for my own peace of mind, you know, how accurate is this? And if it is, I mean, God bless his wife. Like, I'm, she's got to have so many questions and that she wants answered that she'll never get. Yeah, that's the thing that gets me is, you know, I don't think we're ever going to get the answers we're all searching for. Oh, no, no. And you the know? thing that I, I can't figure out either is they have like in the the listing on it. And I don't know what, you know, maybe I missed something. I'll have to go through and watch it a couple more times, I guess. But it says that, you know, they found out why he was taken, but I never found out in the movie why. Mm hmm. I mean, I haven't seen it yet. Ash is going to kick my butt, but I haven't. I actually have not had the time to watch it yet. I keep meaning to, and then something always comes up. But now that this has happened with you, now I really want to watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, I want to know what they found out as to why. I would love to know why they do to me what they do. But the thing of it too is, there are so many thousands of races of these things. It's not clear and cut. You know, I mean, I've dealt with some of them, but obviously, I haven't dealt with all of them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I would love to know what race this was, if they ever found out anything, but I don't know that they did because they lost Sean and Sean would have been the one that would have been able to find out and he's gone now. And, but why Sean? I don't, of course, I don't understand why they took me. Why do they bother me all the time? Yeah, that's, that's, that's another thing I've always wondered is why do they, you know, why do they target certain people, you know? But with it, you, I I've often wondered if you've you've got ET, like you know if they've oh, genetically so. done something with you. They have, and then I woke up a few days ago. Pat and I were taking pictures of it today, and I kept telling Pat, I said, "God, my arm hurts. Mm -hmm. My arm is killing me. It's my right arm, and it's not where like we have, as you know, we have a ton of dogs, and I have this golden retriever puppy that's nine months old and weighs a hundred pounds." Mm -hmm. And it's just like a bull in a china closet. I mean, he's just everywhere. He's the most precious thing on the planet, but he's like an elephant at all times. And I've got other dogs as well. And we go to bed at night and it's like all these dogs just pile drive on the bed. <laughs> and then when Pat goes to work in the morning, it's like, oh, yay, mom's fire. Get like yeah. 200 pounds of dogs on me. So I'm constantly getting stuffed on, squished, pinned against the wall, whatever. But my right arm is on facing the outside of the bed. And because of my nightstand there, they can't get to that arm. Yeah. And I have this enormous bruise with a lump under it. You know how if you were to get an injection in your arm for a vaccine, it builds that lump up underneath of it and it hurts? Yeah. yeah. That's what I have in my arm right now. And over the past three days, it's now turned black and blue. And it's huge. It's the size of a softball. 
I have done nothing to my arm. And it's in a place where it's up high where you would get like a vaccine. And because my nightstand is there, there's it, it would have never been hit by the nightstand. The nightstand's low enough. There's no access to it for the dog. So where did this come from and why? Yeah. I know um, it's been really rough sleeping lately. Mm-hmm. Things are really, really off. We've had a lot of UFOs in the front yard. We got one on the security camera the other night. You could see the white street light that we have, like the yard floodlight out in the front. And then above it is this white glowing thing. And Pat watched it on the security camera for a while before it disappeared. And he was able to screen capture it. Mm -hmm. But you really can't see anything other than this giant ball of light. That's what's so, you know, what we see in person compared to the pictures we get. There's just, you know, it's like you wish so much you could you could let somebody see it from your own perspective and, you know, how you saw it in in person. But you can't. These cameras, the cameras don't catch near what it, you know. No. And they, God bless them, they try. But (laughs) no, no. I mean, when I take if I if I I've seen so many nights I've looked at the moon and it was just gorgeous i mean just this beautiful moon and i go to take a picture and you can't see crap on the it's like you can't even capture it remotely what it looks like no. in and you know what's funny is there are times and this is so crazy i cannot figure this out where the moon is so bright we'll stand on our front porch and watch it and we've had a couple of ships that would come off in the distance that pat and my uh son-in-law ryan were out front they're flashing them Mm-hmm. They had flashlights, they were flashing, and they would imitate the flashes and flash it back. And I went out there, I said, what in the world are you guys doing? You don't know what you're inviting. You yeah, know? You, you don't. So they stopped, and they haven't done it again. But we had another time we were out there, and I literally saw this big white glowing orb drop, go to the moon, not away from it. It was going to it. And mm-hmm. then you could see where it hit into the moon, and then you saw all these white flashes come up. What in the world that was? I have no idea. Yeah, I was watching a clip on that not too long ago about someone. They they had captured some kind of explosion on the moon, like something hit it, like crashed into it, and it just yeah. You no, know, it was like an explosion. And then there were people. I I don't know if it was astronauts or it was somebody who I'm having deja vu right now. And yeah. they had they said they had seen what you know, kind of like that saying the dark side of the moon, and that there was all these uh, um, something was going on there. You know, they didn't really. Yeah, get it was crazy. Well, yeah. I watched this, whatever this white thing was, I saw it going through the space and it was maneuvering. I mean, it was under the control of something. It wasn't like mm-hmm. a flare or a meteor or anything. I mean, it was doing some crazy moves and jumping yeah. all over the place. Like it wasn't just in a straight path. It was just astonishing. And of course, you've seen the UFO pictures I have. Those UFO pictures are just incredible. Aren't they? Yeah, they are. They're really good. Uh, I, Brian took them, and they're just incredible. Yeah. Most incredible ones I've ever – one of the, along the the top, you know, five incredible UFO ones I've ever seen. But yeah, they're, they, they're just amazing. Yeah, even MUFON went nuts over them. It was crazy. Like I said, I, I probably wouldn't have sent them to MUFON. Yeah. Um, but uh, Ryan did, and the response was, you know, they flipped out over them. They They're really class, good. Yeah, they said it was a class one sighting and not terrestrial. So they're on my you know. Facebook page, guys. If you um we have an in the dark Facebook page. Um so yeah. you know, type in in the dark 
dogmen, dogmen, you know, just put those, those words in and then it'll, it should pop up and then it's, it's on there, but they're really, it's incredible. But honestly, you know, this thing, what's really kind of piquing my interest lately is all the stuff that's coming out. Like I'm hearing a lot of sightings about even like what's the Bigfoot and stuff, how they're right. people are seeing them immersed into water, come out of water, you know, the UFOs coming oh, yeah. in water i'm like what's going yeah. on with the water thing here well you know and i don't know all of it but you've got underground under the water bases in the ocean mm-hmm. that are coming in and out of them they have to they have to be well yeah i'm over here in south carolina god help me and they've got them coming in and out of the water in the atlantic off the shore here just shooting right out of the water yeah they just come right out of them where are they and coming from? They've got underground bases under there. God. Where they have the had for centuries. But then what are the Bigfoot doing? Like people are seeing Bigfoot coming out of the water like they were under there for hours. Or oh, I they, don't know. they go know into they, the water and disappear. Yeah, that I couldn't tell you. I know they swim. They swim extremely well. Mm-hmm. And I would only imagine that with the chest cavity that they have and the lung capacity they had, they could probably oh. hold their breath. I'd just say they held them for an hour. I wouldn't say that, but um, I know they swim very well. Jeez, I never thought about that. You know, yeah, um, Canada over in Vancouver Island, there's been just a ton of people on boats that have seen them in the water. Yeah. You know, I mean, just as something <laughs> as simple as a kid's pool. When it, like, my kids were little, my younger kids were little I always well I did for the uh, older kids as well I had an above ground pool my mom Mm -hmm. and dad had a below ground pool and so I had this above ground pool and the foots were constantly in that drove me nuts because I would spend a whole day draining and these were like you know 14 16 feet around Mm -hmm. and maybe 14 or not 14 but um four to five foot deep and I would drain that thing. I would get in there and I would scrub it from top to bottom. And then, of course, you wait for hours and hours and hours to fill it, mm-hmm. get the chemicals in it. I get it all clean. I get up the next morning and it was clogged with nothing but mud and hair every time, uh-huh. you know, and oh, I, I never saved any of the hair samples. But I mean, there was enough I could have built my own, you know, whatever. It was just insanity. And they were constantly in it or the side I'd go out there. And the side would be bent down and all the water would be out and flooded in the backyard. You know, I had a trampoline for the kids one time and the kids were out there. It was, you know, in the backyard by the woods because we lived in the woods and Mm -hmm. the kids would go out there. And it was before they had, you know, like the netting to protect them Mm -hmm. when they first came up. They didn't have those. And the kids would go out there and they'd bounce around or whatever. And I went to bed one night and I kept hearing laughter coming from my backyard and I would get mental visions of the Bigfoot kids back there. And then I would hear, you know, they would mind speak to me, tell me not to come outside. They didn't want me outside. And I was like, okay, I got up the next morning and the springs were bent like a pretzel. And I don't know if anybody's ever seen a trampoline. Those springs don't bend easy. No. And these things were bent like you would take a pipe cleaner and bend them. Oh, I can't. Oh, I was so mad. And the the canvas or whatever they call that polyurethane thing that you know you bounce on for the mat. Mm-hmm. It looked like somebody had taken a fingernail and just sliced it. It clear slices. God, they're so destructive, aren't they? I mean, 
Well, you know, the first night I heard the laughter and the giggles and the mind speak. They didn't bother it. Yeah. The second night I heard the laughter and the giggles and the mind speak and I got up in the morning and it was destroyed. The only thing I can think of is one of the kids got hurt on it. Wow. That's the only oh, thing I can think of. They got angry. And they got mad because one of the kids, because the first night there was no damage done. And there was a lot of giant footprints all around it. And it was yeah. near the woods and the trees were all knocked over by where they would have come out of, you know, had they come out through the woods at. So I was relatively certain it was them just because I'd heard the noises that night. And of course the dogs were going crazy. And I just thought, you know, as long as everybody's okay, I tried to tell them, be careful, you know, they can get hurt on it. Nobody listens. And they then the next day, they're excited to them kind of yeah. like they're just really yeah. so, don't have like control over their anger and such, you know? No. And like I said, I, you know, I knew they were out there. Did I have a visual? Absolutely. I did not. I was laying in bed when I heard the noise, but I did hear at one point, one of them scream. And mm -hmm. I just thought, well, you know, they, they communicate with these howls and these screams back and forth anyway. So I, it's not like I got worked up about it. I just rolled over and back to sleep. But then the next morning, everything was damaged. Oh, Robin. And we had only had it like a, not even a week. Oh, I, I would have like, strangled them. Oh, my God. I, I know. It's ridiculous. And the smell, you know, you hear people talking about this, just this wretched, like, stench from them. And imagine them, like, swimming in your pools and swimming in these creeks. There was a few didn't. times, yeah. And they don't all smell. Do you think it's a gland that they release something for a protective mechanism, like a skunk? Do you know, I have been asked that a million times, and truthfully, I don't know. I don't think so. But I know a lot of people that do, and I'm not going to say that they're wrong, because I you know, I don't have any proof of it. I do know that I've seen enough of them to know a lot of it comes down to hygiene. Mm -hmm. You know, and one of the ones that I'm excessively close to, he has always kept himself up very well, and he's always been very clean. But he still has almost like a dirt a little bit of a dirt smell now and then. Yeah. And he's very, very clean. And the females, especially when pregnant, they like to have like a floral scent to them. But oh. I've, I've been around some that literally have got feces matted all into their hair and they're filthy yeah. and, you know, just absolutely disgusting. I never forgot several years ago, I saw a video that somebody had posted where it came out of the field and walked in front of their car and into the woods. And yeah. it made national news. It was a very clear footage. Mm -hmm. This thing had literally feces caked all over its butt, down its legs, every, I mean, it was disgusting. And You're I thought, earth. you know, it's like, for God's sakes, take a bath, buddy. You know, but it's like our people, yeah, in our people that, that swim in. <laughs> yeah. But our people, there's people that just have, even though they bathe every day, they have a certain, you know, body odor. And I think that has a lot to do with it. Now, I do know that. Are you there? I'm here. Just waiting for you to get I'm back on. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying it without the headphones now to see if maybe that's the issue. We've never had it this bad with the anchor. Oh, well, no, there was a couple times we have in the very beginning. Yeah, where it broke up, but not to this extent. This yeah. Is crazy. Yeah, this like, is. Where did, we, where did we leave off? So you were talking about how the one Bigfoot was was all matted with feces and stuff, you know. Yeah. And yeah, he, um, it was disgusting. Like, it stunk so bad. And then, like I said, we have 
one that comes and visits from out of state periodically and he smells like skunk and he it's so overpowering i'm running around checking kissing the dog's heads to see whether or not their whole body smells like skunk or not and why do you think they smell to that level like what do you think it is that makes them smell to that point well, some of them just like the smell. Like that particular one, he loves the smell of skunks. He just loves it. Oh, gross. And then there's females that prefer the floral smell. There's one in Massachusetts I talked to, and she gets flowers from um, somebody that has a florist and has, you know, acres and acres of flowers for the shop. And she goes and picks the flowers and rubs them all over her. Oh. You know, well, but nice of her. Yeah, but a lot of them don't. Pat and I have been in bed. And all of a sudden, this rank, nasty smell comes wafting in. And it's like, we're like, okay, whoever just walked in in, in shadow form and stinks, you need to take your little hairy, dinky butt out. Yeah, that's awful. And yeah, and it's gone in a moment. You know, yeah, I, it, ones that say they smell like death and stuff and sewage, it reminds me of they kind of just get covered in whatever they're eating, like like the dead carcasses and stuff, you know? Well, I think so. And also, too, and, and this is just, a theory doesn't mean it's right. You know, it, if they're out hunting and they use some of these other smells, it masks their smell. So maybe the prey doesn't pick them up as much. Oh, I don't know if that's correct or not, but I would think, you know, it's just like deer hunters. They go out to go hunting and they put all that, you know, yeah. dough scent and everything on them to mask their own scent. Yeah, well, Bigfoot's taking it too far. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, well, I was, like, we're, we're smelling. We know they're Bigfoot just by the, the, the horrible smell that they're, you know, exuding. Well, 90% of them, I don't have the smell issues. <laughs> I mean, about 10% do, and it can be rancid, but I really don't. And the only ones that I really get that I smell a lot, other than a few, just smell, you know, like they're like dirt. Mm -hmm. Dirt yeah. or sweat. You know, I mean, it's nothing horrific. Now, we get a couple of them in here now and then that you're God in heaven. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll give you a bar of soap, dude. Go. You know? But then, like, here we have a lot of swamps in South Carolina. So if they get in the water here, it's all that dirty, swampy water. So when that dries, it's not going to yeah. smell pretty. Yeah, but it would smell a lot better than people are talking sulfur, death, garbage it, it, oh it's yeah just, and just... i've smelled a few of them there it is bad i you know but a lot of times people that smell that they're not in a situation where they the foots feel threatened yeah you know what i mean that's why yeah. i really tend to, to lean towards that they 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 don't they can do so many things to protect themselves i just don't see that that's something that they would have to do I'm not well, saying they can't. I'm just saying it, you know, it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. Now, what I was saying before when we got cut off was I about three weeks ago I was doing um a show for Dave Scott on Space Dot Radio. Mm -hmm. And his guest had called in sick and he got hold of Duke Sullivan, who's a dear friend of mine on World Bigfoot Radio. And he said, Okay, I'll grab Rob and we'll come on. So he gets hold of me. He's like, Come on, Dave needs our help. I'm like, Okay. So I went outside to do this show because I didn't want the dogs making noises and you know. It's like right now you and I are doing this and I've got Pat and I'm in the bedroom with only a couple of them. And Pat's out entertaining the rest of the herd out there <laughs> trying to keep them quiet. Yeah. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And Don't feel but every time we do a show, my kids all start trying to call me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I turned my little off already. And so I was on the front porch 
And I didn't pick up any weird smells at all, but I kept seeing movement in the bushes on both sides of the house. And I definitely saw big black shapes moving between the trees across from the driveway. Yeah. And we were talking and on Dave's show, it's a live feed so you can see each other. And about every 30 minutes, he'll take a two or two to four minute break. So you can use the restroom, get a drink, whatever. And so he had gone on break and Duke had stepped out. And so I was the only one there. And I start hearing out of the bushes on the left side. And of course, this is all on air. And I hear this one knock and then a f- exactly five second wait. And then one knock, wait five seconds, one knock, wait five seconds. But it sounded like they were pinging something metal. It didn't, it wasn't wood, it was metal. And I thought, what in the world are they doing? And they had been doing this while we were actually talking. And then they, they continued when the, the break started and I thought I want to find out and I knew something was over there I could feel the energy from it and I could see the bushes moving but I couldn't really see them so I thought we're going to find out for sure if I've lost my ever-loving mind or if it's really them so they kept doing that pattern and they had done it like eight times in a row and I reached my hand over and I knocked three times out of the wood banister and immediately I got three metal pings back exactly like what I had done Mm mm-hmm And then after that, it went back to the one ping, wait five seconds, one ping, wait five seconds. So I did it again, only this time I knocked four times. And in response, I got four back. I wonder, well, what were they doing? They were just playing because they knew I was talking about them. Okay. They were running down. But I thought that was really kind of cool because if I ever wanted to know if it was really them or not, nothing else is going to imitate me. Yeah. You know, and whatever it was, it had to be a good nine foot in there because of where the bushes were moving. But they yeah. were only like 25 feet from me. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is going on during the podcast. You know, it was crazy. There's that all kinds hilarious. of Yeah, they're pretty it's, awesome. Well, the the reason I was asking about getting back to the, the smell thing was I just I just had listened to some guy's um, encounter where he was talking about uh he had seen a really large one. He was probably like nine, nine feet tall. And he said that there was absolutely no scent whatsoever. And he said he was just like, they were staring each other down. And then when he went to move away, he said all of a sudden it was like he released some kind of a, a, a horrible odor and he just was overcome with it. So I, just, I mean, yeah. I, I don't rule it out because they have so many crazy paranormal abilities. They do. I know. You know, know. that I I just don't rule out anything, whether it be gas, whether it be just, you know, they're not clean, whatever. I don't rule out anything. I really don't. (laughs) The sulfur smell really disturbs me because it just, it, it, you know, that's like a signal of demonic and that that's the only thing that, you know, that the people are catching that with, you know, ETs with, you know, dogmen with Bigfoot with different entities and that sulfur smell. It's like, boy, that's that's a little bit concerning. Yeah. I got one. Yeah. Thank, thank God I am happy I haven't. They I will say this, the activity level for them, the any of the cryptos, the ETs, it's just off the charts right now. It seems to be gaining speed. It does, doesn't it, Robin? Um, I get people that contact me all the time. We know this. It has probably quadrupled. I'm so far behind in returning phone calls. I feel like a horrible person. And, you know, I've got to get stuff 
somehow more organized. Like I never really kept like a notebook with everybody's name or anything on it because mm-hmm. it's too impersonal. You know, I don't do that. Like when I talk to people, it's because I actually care. Yeah. But now it's to the point where I have to, and I've had to start writing down, okay, call this person at this day at this time. I've never had to do that before. And then a few weeks ago I hurt my hand. And so I was like, for three days, I couldn't do anything because my hand hurt so bad. It was like, how do you sit there and focus when all you want to do is cry and have your hand packed in ice? Yeah. So, you know, and then it's just been something's gone on lately. It's just, it just gets crazy. So it's like I'm trying to catch up with everybody. But it's people are just it's astronomical, the amount of people right now that right. are getting contact. And the thing that I love about it is the people that are getting contact, it's all positive. It's all wonderful, loving, caring people. Like yeah. they know who to contact. The, the, you know, the ones that have contacted me are just tremendous. And it's all the same thing. It's always, you know, I don't know why they're contacting me, but I feel like they want me to do something. And there really isn't anything that they need to do other than continue the path that they're on. You know, be kind, be yeah. gracious, um, understand what they are. You know, they're they're really working to communicate with people and they've got multiple people, myself included. There's thousands of people out there that they want, you know, to do that building of the bridge. Is, that's the words that they've used where you're building a bridge between their people and ours. And it's figuratively, not literally. And well, that, now, though, like, why is it gotten why is there an uptick in sightings and why are they so like what's going on? Do you think it's, you know, the great battle that they're talking about? Yeah, do you think that it's yeah, they're trying to to. They've wanted all along, you know, even the ones that want to be left alone want to be at least recognized for what they are. So people will stop hunting them mm-hmm. and trying to hunt their families. You know, they, they protect the earth. They, you know, very much into Gaia and they, they just want to be let live their lives. That doesn't mean they want to come over and have dinner with you on Sundays. That just means yeah. they just want to be allowed to exist and not have their families live in fear. Yeah. I got you know, you. I mean, really. And are there ones that want a closer relationship where they, you know. Robin. Did I lose you again? I'm back. Well, they're giving us like 10 or 15 minutes to talk. What is the deal? And now it's not even letting me turn on like the speakerphone or anything. This is absolute insanity. I have no idea. I'm just like, wow, you guys, you're just like throwing us off course here. Every time we get into a flow of talk and you just like, oh, this is crazy. It's never been this bad. Never. But uh, just unbelievable. We were just, we were talking about, you know, just why the uptick and. Yeah, I think, you know, they're trying to gather people together and. Their words were they they want to build a bridge between our people and theirs, and that's what they're doing. You okay. know, they've got thousands of people, myself included. They're reaching out and saying, "This is what they are. This is what they're all about." Yes, there's bad mm-hmm. ones, but there's also good ones, just like with our people, and just trying to let people know what they yeah. are, who they mm-hmm. are, and it's basic learning of how to mutually share this planet. I know we could each other if we could do that, you know? Yeah. 
And so they're doing all of these things and people still aren't listening. They still aren't believing. And I think what's happened is they're now coming forward and they're Robin, you gotta be kidding me. Hi, long time no here. I know, but it won't let me put it on speakerphone. (laughs) And when I tried it with the headset, it was disconnecting us all the time. This is insanity. I'm sorry. I don't know why I think this is so funny. I know. (laughs) This is the shit that goes on whenever we do anything. But they really don't want us talking today. I know. Do you know, I do podcasts all the time, and I never have this problem like this except with you and I. I so far I've tried it on my tablet and my phone and it's doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, they say I'm the only channel that so far from what I understand that actually mixes the whole spiritual thing in with, you know, the cryptid and the all the supernaturals kind of blended together. So I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> but I think that's what they're doing. I think they're trying to just bring everybody together. I mean, if we can all work together, We don't have to be up in each other's faces. We don't have to be having bonfires and sitting down with each other, but we can coexist on this planet and we can work under, you know, a collective, which is what they do. Mm -hmm. They have that collective consciousness and we're capable of it. We just adamantly refuse it. I wonder if we actually are, have similar or the same abilities that they have. We just don't know it. I think a lot of them we do. I don't think we have all of them, but I do think we have some of them. Right. 100%. I'm just wondering how much, you know, because you know, we both, you know, feel that our government is, you know, dumbed everybody. Oh, yeah. Mentally. Yeah. So it's, I'm just wondering what they could open up with human beings if, if we could actually get close enough to them. I know. I think it would be wonderful that, you know, it's just, can you hear somebody in the background talking? No. <laughs> no. There's a I swear to God, there's a muffled voice in the background and that I can't make out what they're saying. Oh, that's really comforting. Oh that's my god. Really Crazy, this is insanity. We're either picking up a spirit or the FBI or something. Oh my god. It's like can Dear you guys tone it down do the podcast? Just stop talking, please. I know. Excuse me, can we have 10 minutes of privacy? <laughs> can you just stop talking? I can remember like back in the the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, and they had those party lines. And so you would go to use your, yeah. your landline and all of a sudden you have other people on them. It's yeah. like, okay, can you get off so I can make a phone call? Or you just pick it up and listen in to people and wonder who they were. I know. It's like, oh my God, yeah. they thought my life was a train lark. Look at yours. <laughs> awesome. That is so funny. But yeah, yeah. but they've I'm been just- really, they've been really off the charts active and it's not just them. It's everything. Like what this, about, have I, you seen any dog men or anything like that lately? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I God, mean, well, you're, you're always not, like, I don't ever of- have problems with them. I mean, they're fine for me. Um, and I work with a couple people that have a lot of them, one friend in particular, and he, they're just off the chain and they're very kind over there. They're not a problem. We've got mm-hmm. the dog men running around. I've got the Bigfoot running around. We have a werewolf that sits across the driveway. I mean, nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. They all seem to be very well behaved. They, you know, I, yeah, they're sharing space. I know a lot of, you know, some people say they won't share the same space. And I believe them. I believe that in maybe that area that they live in, those particular groups won't. Right. I do too. Mine don't, yeah. Mine don't have a problem with it. I think, I think it depends on the location. It depends on your groups. I mean, 
look at our people. And I always say this, go back and look at our people. You know, you have people that can handle neighbors you have people that can't. Mm-hmm. I'm very blessed because both my neighbors are nice. But if it was up to me, quite honestly, I'd have 200 acres. And I'd be living in the middle of it. So nobody could find me. And then I would be completely at peace. How are you, you know? feeling with your health? Um, it goes up and down. It's been rough since COVID. I wish I, I would have, you know, yeah. I ran out of that damn ivermectin and that took me down. Um, and it's taken a while, but I think I'm okay. You know, I, I go up and I go down. South Carolina now is getting hit because COVID wasn't enough. We're getting hit with this flu mm-hmm. and respiratory virus. So that's been kind of sucky, but I'm okay. I think, you know, considering how bad I had it and then all the mm-hmm. problems afterwards, I think it's pretty stable for me. But I mean, you know, you like you're bouncing out of all of it now. Yeah, I go up and down, you know, like okay. out of a seven day time span, I'm, I'm good for three or four. And then I'm really, you know, tired for three or four days, but nothing major. I'm you not know, doing I, anything I major. Of, there was like three times last week I was doing something and in the middle of me doing whatever I was like uh, cleaning something, or whatever you popped in my head and you're not feeling well at times. Like some yeah, of the stuff I had, there was two days last week where I was, I felt perfectly fine. I was exhausted to the point I could not function. And I thought, why? Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of times when that happens too, and I felt perfectly fine. I wasn't sick at all. But a lot of times, you know, I get pulled out at night and get taken to do all these crazy That's things. what I was thinking. Yes. I yeah. was like, I, and then and, the thought I had was, God, I wish they would just leave her alone. Yeah. Just, you know, give me a couple yeah. nights off. That's all I ask is, you know, to rejuvenate. And so that generally has a lot to do with that. You know, but other than that, it's been going pretty good. I mean, hanging in, how are you feeling? Are you feeling better? I know you had a rough time. Yeah. Yeah. I had ups. I'm same as you, like just, you know, good days and bad days. I mean, some days are, you know, much more energy and you feel great. And other days you're just a little more tired and, you know, things hurt a little more, but I mean, everything's okay. It's kind of stable, you know, like it's just, you know just life. I mean, it's just a day-to-day grind that we have to get through every day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, was, I mean, I think I'm stable. I, yeah, I was yeah. asking about the weather today, so I could. I was like, I'm getting in the bus and I'm driving right down there, and I just yep. need to plug. In. I know. I'm telling you, it's it's insanity. I just want to get moved back to Michigan, but you know, it'll happen when it happens. I'm still looking for a place. And are you, you know, still the snakes down there? No, oh, I'm so sick of it. Okay. I am so sick and tired of these bloody snakes. We've got timber rattlesnakes. Every time we turn around, there's either one in the yard or somewhere. I've been fortunate that I haven't noticed them in my yard. Oh. But I also have asked the foots to help clear them out. My next door neighbor gets them all the time. My other next door neighbor has the copperheads and the rattlesnakes. Um, we, My daughter uh-huh. and I drove up the road and like not even a quarter of a mile up the road. And there's this, there was a baby there out laying out in the road, sunning itself. You know, I'm sick <laughs> of it. I'm so sick of the state. You know, I never realized people had that kind of problem down there. Oh, it's, it's hideous. You know, and, and there's a swamp up the road. There's a swamp. It's not, well, pond, whatever you want to call it, directly behind me that I didn't even know was there. I only found out because I looked at Google Earth. And then right across the road from me oh. is that 200-acre tree farm, and they've got a pond there. Oh, so it's wow. like, you know, I think I saw one water maxim when we moved in, and that was up in my front bushes by the road. And he was no more interested in me than I was in him. You know, he was going into the bushes to get the heck out of Dodge. The point now, is there. <laughs> yeah. And my neighbor next to me, 
called me one day. This was not this past summer, the summer before. And her grandson was mowing her lawn and there's a seven foot rattlesnake there. It was massive. And she called me and she said, it just went into your bushes. And so Pat went outside and sat on the porch and to try to see if it was coming out. Cause he had a handgun. He was going to pop it. If it came out, yeah. I went into town. Um, Janice Carter was here at the time and we got diesel and came and poured diesel around the property line. So it wouldn't come into it, but oh. we never did see it. And, it. and even the security cameras never saw it come out of the bushes. So where it went, I have no idea. Wow. But so we've been fortunate there. I had one that got under my central air unit about three years ago and it, didn't stick around it was gone so yeah you'd think the foot would eat them yeah well they you did know. the um the blue racers in michigan i told my I, I was very fearful of the blue racers because my mom used to have go out to her parents cabin when she was a little girl and the blue racers would chase her her and her brother wow. and she said i can remember running to the front porch and i'd go in and we'd shut the door and you'd hear the, those snakes hitting the, the door they were so highly aggressive so i was terrified of them aggressive oh my yeah, god I never knew that and so when we lived in um, Michigan I had said you know will you guys please please keep them out of my yard I've got kids I'm worried about the kids and yeah. right after I said that like the next day they um, had bitten the head off a blue racer and left it for us and there's a bloody never knew where the head was they must have eaten it but there's a bloody rock next to the body. So they whacked it over the head and then the, where it was bit off, it was shaped like a human mouth. I'm really surprised. Cause I've heard that, you know, snake is actually really meaty as far as eating. Yeah. Like it tastes like chicken and they're, they're yeah, I've meaty. heard people tell me that they're really good. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised they don't eat them. You well, know, they might, I mean, I don't know if they just want to make sure that I knew gotcha you know yeah. that they had done it but the head was gone they bit the head off of it <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> you know, i mean that was crazy i was like okay did but you, you know they guy, did you check out that guy I told you to check out with the guy that was uh he he films himself um interacting with the pixies that stand yeah and it was really good footage but i don't know if it's real or not i mean that's i've seen okay. so many yeah that's what i was wondering too yeah i mean it to some degree it looks like cgi to me okay but then i'm not gonna say and that it's not because i've seen so many things myself yeah he has a ton of them i mean he has so many yeah. videos that yeah. I'm, I'm i'm sitting there watching this trying to figure out if it's real or not i'm like is this real like if this yeah. is real that is i know wild. i would love it to be real um, but I don't know. Like I said, when I see it, it reminds me of CGI. Okay. But yeah, I'm not an expert in that field, so I wouldn't be qualified. But at the same time. It's fascinating. Like I it's really fascinating. Wish It's amazing. And I, I went online to we see should, what they said about it. We should go visit the guy like, in person. Be, yes, I want to see it. But when I went online to do some research on it, everything kept saying it was fake. But then okay. he... At times, you know, he's gotten hurt by the little buggers. I've seen it. Yeah, he's gotten little darts shot at him. Yeah, so I'm not, and I know that they exist, so I'm not going to say that that's not real. Yeah, I would love to know. Gosh, wouldn't it be? I, I, would I too. Just, I really, he's got a really great channel. I mean, it's just, you just sit oh, there scratching your head trying to figure out, is this guy really, is this for real? You know? Yeah. 
If it's not real, he's putting an awful lot of effort into it. That's what I don't understand, Rob. One video after another. I mean, he's putting a heck of a lot of effort into that. And he went quiet for a long time. And then he came back out again. And so, I mean, indications are that it's real. But like I said, the the actual footage, they really do kind of look like, you know, it could be CGI. But then again just because it looks like that you know it could be just yeah. something that we're not familiar with seeing so i'll put a link have... in for his channel you guys and you guys can check out some of his videos i'm gonna have to you know go kind of dig in and see which ones are really good ones and, and uh, you guys can judge for yourself and see if you think it's real or not i would love to know <laughs> yeah i mean I love to know. for somebody if it's fake it just I wish to God I had the energy that he has to do it all. <laughs> That's the thing that gets me is his age and, and how, you know, like there's this feeling you get when you're watching it that there's a possibility this could be legit. Yeah. You know, it's almost hard to believe it could be legit, like when you're watching it, but then you're like, you're watching this and you're like, is this legit? Like, is this I guy, know. is this real? You know? And you're, then it's pretty incredible to me. It really it is. is. It is, but so yeah, it's a bunch of little dobbies from Harry Potter running around. I know, isn't that a riot? But yeah, it it's is. it's been the normal craziness. Like I said, a lot of, and you know, the other thing I've noticed lately is the vocals have changed. Um, they're still doing the vocalizations, and normally here they they do them now and then, but they're not real, real vocal here. Mm-hmm. But we're only seven miles from town, and but they do do them. They always come from a certain area. There's two places that they come from. And they do them now and then. But the vocals have changed what they're saying. Like, you know, the calls and stuff are now different. It's a different call they're making. And I have several friends. I have one friend that just gets the most incredible vocals. I mean, of the howls and stuff. It just blows my mind. But they're different than what I'm normally hearing. So I don't know what that's all about either. I think that's very weird. And I've asked them several times, you know, what are they trying to, you know, what's the difference? And I'm not getting a response, which they're not normally quite that secretive. So that's a little bit weird as well. Can you do some recordings of the vocals at all? The ones here are really faint. My friend has them and Mm -hmm. he's got some recordings, but he's not where he wants them. You know, I think he's got, um, a few on YouTube, but he hasn't got a regular channel that he does it. If he does, I'm not aware of it. I think he keeps it on a private setting. Mm -hmm. So if he gets to the point where he wants to get those out, I'll give him your name and you know, you can go from there with it, but it is, it's really telling because everything is just a lot more loud, more prominent, more up in your face. Pat went to work the other day. He started a new job and he's in this, this warehouse and they have this window that has a, like a fan in this window. And, but before he even saw the window, he was at work and he, he drives a fork tra- forklift and he turned around and he literally physically saw one on top of all these pallets. I mean, like fun. literally at work, which in doesn't, su- yeah, which doesn't surprise me because he's had that happen before, but it's been a while. And then it came down and it was standing. I think he said it was standing in front of it or whatever. But anyway, he saw it over there and he took this picture and he didn't realize it at the time that there was this window with this fan in it. So he showed me the photo and I said, well, Pat, what's behind there? 
And he said, well, what do you mean? I said, what is that? He says, I have no idea. And I said, there's actually a, a, the head of a Bigfoot. So I enlarged it and I lightened it. And you can see the brow ridge and you can see hair. You can't see the rest of the face. So the next day he went into work and he's like, there's actually a fan there with the mm -hmm. window. And I said, he's looking through the fan. Like you can see the right. fan part, but he was looking through the, the fan. He got a picture of it. That is great. You know, I just, I just heard an encounter with a young girl that was in a high school gymnasium and over in the corner of the gymnasium, it was dark and she was seeing a hairy, like almost like a gorilla type man that was growling at her. Yep. People don't realize they cloak. They, they, they bend. coming in, into, you know, they go into Absolutely. stuff. Yeah, they cloak and they bend the light to be able to do it. And they just simply come in and out whenever they want to. And yeah, everybody's like, well, the they because they're not, you know, we're in the city. They don't care. <laughs> no, but there, how many times have people thought they were having like a haunting from like a, you know, a, a ghost or a, you know, a demon or whatever. And it could, it could actually be like a cryptid, you know? Yeah. And there's been a lot of people that have actually thought that they had, you know, a mental issue or whatever, they were hearing voices or whatever, and it's not necessarily been a Bigfoot, but it's actually been entities. And yeah. that always makes me wonder how many people were institutionalized or oh, took yeah. their own life thinking that they were crazy and they actually weren't. I've thought that so many times with schizophrenia. Uh-huh. I have thought so much, just everything in me just feels like these people are actually able to see, you know, things that we can't. And because of it, they're labeled nuts, you know, like they've got a mental condition and what if they don't, what if they can just see more? Yep. And so I think, I, you know, I the, the, the psych, the psychiatrist, of course, they believe in science and I'm not knocking that at all. I believe in in science as well, and I think it's it's extremely important. But I think it also we have things that. Hey. Hello. So you were saying that um, the science that they believe in science, but you know. Yeah, I mean, but I think when it comes to the science, we have to acknowledge that not everything can be defined. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't want it to. They don't give the resources out there. So that you can blend the two, like two, the scientists and the, the psychologists and those kinds of things, they go basically by what's been taught. And it's never been taught that there's anything other than a certain structure. I know. I know. And I think that there's people out there that have literally been misdiagnosed because those doctors are never going to look at as, a, as a, another entity messing with them. Are they actually hearing things from another being? Right. You know, people are taking their own life and it's just really rough. Right. I think Some there's a lot of misdiagnosis. They might have more abilities than other people so they could see through veils or, you know, dementia. Oh, yeah. And that's definitely on and they just everything. Oh, let's just pump them full of medications. Yeah, they do. Or let's put them in an institution. Yeah. Well, there's such a, even the agenda, like I, I was walking, we, they just did, they just redid our grocery store here. The one, the one main grocery store that I shop at and they took all of the alcohol out of, they had it at the one end of the store and they put it right in the smack in the middle of the store. And I'm just <laughs> like, and, and the more everywhere I go, alcohol, this alcohol, that everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I 
I'm like, there is such an agenda to make sure people are just completely thinking clearly. Yes. 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 It all comes down to control. Addiction. They just, they want to be addicted to some kind of a pill or a, you know, a substance so that they're just, they're just, they're out of it. Yeah. It's, it's really sad. You know, I mean, I think it really is. But people are getting contacted right now by everything. It's not just the Bigfoots. The ETs, the, the contact with them is much higher than it's ever been. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's why it was so distressing to me as far as Ash's movie, which I think he did an incredible job. I think he really did. But it was so incredibly frightening because not really frightening i guess is a poor word but yeah um, the whole situation that that happened because not all encounters are like that but there definitely some are yeah and it's like i would love to know what race it is he did a tremendous job on it it was heartbreaking at the end i can't even imagine what he went through and then yeah. you have to stand back and say, how many people are abducted every year that nobody ever hears from again? Oh, These know. are only people that I have come forward. Hey, everyone. We'll be right back after a quick interlude. Robin, I can't believe this is happening to people. I can't I've believe- known it was happening. They, they actually, you know, the ETs a year or so ago told me how they do it. As far as take possession of people, that's not what happened in this movie, but it was just like unbelievable to me. I have a video I I wanted to send you. Gosh, I forgot all about this. It showed, it was a camera, a security footage where it, it, two people were sitting outside and it was a male and a female sitting by the pool and all of a sudden a beam of light hit both of them and it showed this woman completely disappearing. Yep. yep. It was on security Those footage. Those are transport <laughs> services. It's like a transporter. When they did that <sighs> that night in May, when I got taken, I got, they flashed they that flashed beam in the room. It filled the entire room. Oh, my God. And I've, I have that one photo of the beam from a UFO going down on my bedroom. What is the technology that they're able to use? Like, what? how are they I doing? Know, I, I really don't know. And Oh, hideous. Like, what do they want with us? I don't know. I know they've taken enough DNA out of me to last a lifetime. I mean, is it just reproduction? Is that what it is? That what it boils down? You know what? I know they do for that, but I believe it's got to be bigger than that. I think that no matter what we think we know, that's only scratching the surface. So do I. I I'm just saying, you know, it's just something I threw out there, but it's like you you think of any different, you know, things that they like experiments, possibly, you know, food sources. I mean, we don't know what the heck they're doing with people and why. I mean, why can't they just leave us the hell alone? Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. I just, I don't know. It just, it's really bothersome though. It really is. It's just, it's crazy that people are actually just, you know, they're going out hiking or they're going camping or they're going fishing or, you know, people are walking out of a bar and they're just, they're just disappearing. Yeah. You know, literally they are. You have, this is the thing. They always talk about how it's the foots that are taking people out in the woods and some do. Yeah. But that's the least of the worries. Yeah, I believe that too. I believe that too. 
you know, there's, I'm sure there's some disappearances from the cryptids and such, but I think that oh, that's yeah. the of it. I, I don't think that's the most of it. I think it, there's more coming from the ETs. But, and I want to be clear though, that there are good ETs. Yeah. They're not all bad. You don't know which ones are good and which ones are bad. Well, that's the thing. There's no disclosure on them. So how do we know? We don't. And, and there's no age group or it doesn't seem like there's any age group for a human being like it, they people have been missing from every you know walk of life every age it doesn't seem i mean you could be 85 years old and you're just you know abducted yeah 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 you know right off it, your own it farm doesn't your matter. no it's, I just, it's incredible it really is like why are why are people why do some come back or get returned like you do and others don't See, you that know? I don't understand. And I, like I said, I've got different species that are races that I don't even know what they are that want me they dead. Want me <laughs> and if it and wasn't for the flips, I've already would been. Yeah, 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 it's true. It's, it's just mind-bending, like this whole, it's so, it's it's just, it's terrifying. I mean, when you think about how, how unsafe now we feel, you know, that you just don't feel that You're there's more a exposed safe. than we've ever been. Yeah. And we don't have to be. This is the thing. There is just as much good out there as there is bad. It's not more bad than good. Mm -hmm. But until we learn how to work together with the cryptids, with the giddies, whatever, we're we're really on our own and we're defenseless. Like we need the help. Yeah, we <laughs> we've done this to ourselves through our own ignorance and through the government's ignorance. We don't know what we can do. And we can do a lot more than we think. And we have to not only come together as a collective, we have to learn what abilities we have to take, to protect ourselves. God, we're so clueless. It's amazing. I know. It's just, it's mind-numbing how clueless we are. We are so in the dark. It just It's just crazy. It's absolutely And the people that can give us the information we need refuse to. And that is a wrap. I'm going to end this here. Um, some of the some of the rest of the episode that we had uh, taped together just got really echoey, really extremely, and it was just like you know some chit chat stuff. So it wasn't anything that was really worth keeping and subjecting you to. So I just you know any thoughts you guys have. Uh, please send them. Anybody has any experiences, you know, anything that's going on, even if it's dreams, you know, premonitions, near-death experiences, you know, encounters with cryptids, with demons, with, you know, spirits. I mean, no matter what it is, get a hold of me. And uh, you could, I think, I believe there should be a link on here that you can message me on and, um, you know, we can talk. I do have some really cool guests I'm lining up here. I just have to set a date and time for them. Um, I'm really excited about some of the people that are coming on. So, but I hope you guys enjoyed this and I will be back soon. You guys take care. I love you guys all. Stay safe and say your prayers, everyone. We're going to need them.